You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Hi, I'm Venetia Kiritsi, and um, this is Tech Talk Central, broadcasting live from Mobile Health Athens Conference, Day 2. And with me, I have now Dr. Kunal Montilla, Assistant Professor in the Department of Electrical, Computer, and Biomedical Engineering at the University of Rhode Island in the United States. His research is in the fields of wearable body sensor networks, medical embedded systems, pervasive healthcare, and medical cyber physical systems. Mouthful. He's published a number of journal and conference articles and book chapters in the areas of biomedical engineering, embedded computing, human-computer interaction, digital signal uh, processing, and robotics. He has also published a book on wearable monitoring that serves as a hands-on guide to program high-end embedded processors for healthcare applications. Dr. Moncandia is um, making a presentation tomorrow and that is titled Wearable Internet of Things. Welcome, Dr. Moncandia. Uh, it's a great pleasure to be here in Athens, and I'm absolutely enjoying uh, my journey. First time? Uh, first time fir- in Greece? Yeah, it's the first time in Greece. Uh, I've been to Europe before I I uh, studied my master's and PhD Your in PhD Germany. PhD in Germany, yes. Yeah, and uh, 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 in since 2011, I have been in U.S., but it is good to be back in Europe. Well, welcome, welcome, and the weather has welcomed you with beautiful days. I'm looking forward to my uh, outdoor adventure. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your presentation tomorrow, the wearable Internet of Things. Yeah, so uh, uh, the, this is a buzzword today, wearable technology. But uh, what I am looking at is uh, we need to create a, a technological framework to collect uh, data uh, from wearable sensors smartly. And uh, those data are high-definition data, and uh, you cannot uh, uh, stream those data directly to cloud uh, and populate the cloud that we will look at look at those data. So uh, the idea is that wearable Internet of Things platform, what I am developing at uh, at the University of Rhode Island, uh, this platform offers. Uh, to collect the data intelligently from wearable sensors, take it, take them onto smartphone or smart tablets and process some of that data and prepare them, uh, in the way that, uh, you can reduce the data streaming to the cloud. And, and just reduce it, and the data would be collected in real time and just reduce the data accumulated to things that are important in essence, yes? Exactly. And not so, just raw data stored and stored and stored for ages. Exactly. So the uh, other way to take a look at is uh, you can have uh, event-driven processing. So, uh, for example, uh, you would not collect data when somebody is just sitting there. Uh, you could collect the data when somebody is walking. So it is more contextual data computing on smartphone or on or on mobile devices. Some of the projects that I've uh, that you have been working on, one was one is called Spark, a framework that uh, uses the combination of a smartphone and a smartwatch to uh, monitor the the multidimensional symptoms of uh, people that are suffering from Parkinson's disease, and it monitors uh, motion, gait, uh, slur of speech, and and other things. What stage is the uh, the development of the, that project at right now? So, uh, uh, 
we are in the era of uh, wearable technology uh, and uh, that would transform the health in the future. So today what we are working on such kind of projects such as Spark uh, is that to uh, to use smart smart watch uh, uh, to monitor tremor uh, severity. Uh, in other words, uh, the Parkinson disease uh, patients they they suffer from uh, vibrations. <clears throat> so it's uh, sorry about that. Uh, they have a limb vibrations, and and those limb vibrations affect their daily life, and. Uh, uh, so neurologist and especially the neurologist uh, who work with me uh, dr samay jain who is very smart and uh, 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 he rub his shoulders with uh, expert engineers such as me to to use inertia sensors of smart watch to collect these tremor levels and uh, make some diagnostic decision uh, uh, for example uh, patients would take a medications uh, in the morning at seven o'clock, and uh, uh, we use a smartwatch to collect the data of the tremor, and we look at the temporal pattern of pattern of the uh, 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 of the tremor level uh, that would have uh, diagnostic information of those patients, and that help them to revise their medication plan, and they can retune their medication plan uh, remotely. So that's that sort of objective we have with, uh, with the Spark. And uh, we have done a clinical trial last year. We have uh, uh, a, a clinical trial uh, 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 running right now. And uh, now, uh, after having enough data, uh, we would be generating uh, intelligent algorithms that would run on smartphones to... Uh, to predict episode of severe trivia, uh, severe travel, uh, tremors. Wow! So it's 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 almost in the final stages of, of uh, becoming a product, a marketing uh, product. Uh, so since we are researchers, uh, we always call it a prototype. Yeah. And uh, uh, certainly, uh, we we will be working with some company uh, in the future uh, who would like to take this particular project to a next level. Uh, and they might be able to make a product. Uh, our idea is to make this prototype uh, uh, smart enough so we can put it into a into real-world scenario. Right. Another uh, framework you were working on was had to do with showing people a funny video mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then recording with the f- uh, on a smartphone and recording with the front-end camera the changes in their facial expressions and by that recording uh, emotions. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. So let me give you a little bit of background. Uh, uh, I work in close collaboration with uh, uh, with Dr. Neil Ryan, uh, who is a top-notch uh, psychiatrist in the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Uh, and so what I learned from a uh, uh, psychiatrist is that uh, we all have a spontaneous uh, facial expressions. Uh, what do I mean by that is when you look at a particular event, uh, it might be frightening or it might be funny, your face would react to it immediately. And th- those are called spontaneous facial expressions. And uh, uh, what we did is 
to look at those spontaneous facial expressions which carry signature of somebody's mood or emotions so let's take a look at in terms of what project we have uh, uh in this project we ask participants to look at a youtube video uh, and when they start looking at the video we switch on a front end camera of a smartphone and uh, uh and and the recorded video we process it uh, later and uh, uh, track their emotions and uh, those emotions would be correlated with the video they were watching and uh, uh psychiatrist they believe that uh, uh the pattern of emotions in a depressed person would be completely different than that that of in a healthy individuals so uh currently uh, we are uh, gearing up to make this project uh, uh uh more customized to do uh clinical trials in uh, uh, uh in in patients with uh, depression or any other mental illnesses and in, in our very fascinating discussion before we entered the studio you were also telling me that along those lines you had done another wearable uh a cap that was linked into the 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 brain or the neural net yes so uh, uh along those lines that it would be able to record and and collect data mm-hmm. on yeah so s- certainly i think uh, uh i am a biomedical engineer by heart and nothing uh, excites me more than creating technology that goes on to uh people's uh, hand or head i would say uh so uh this particular project goes back to my phd research when i created a, a cerebral oximetry monitor and uh, today that is called a functional near infrared spectroscopy and what it does is that it uh, it is an optical sensor which you put it on your head uh, and it uh, it collects a brain oxygenation information non invasively so uh, it it uh, injects light uh from top of your head and uh, light comes back uh uh you put a detector which is uh, placed uh 2 3 or 4 cm away from your light source and uh, the collected data would give you information about uh, brain oxygenation and in that way if you have multiple of such electrodes on your head you would be able to look at the brain's pattern uh or brain activity pattern Uh, along along the timeline and and by collecting this data and by monitoring uh patients that have neurodegenerative disorders like we talked about parkinsons and alzheimers we were talking about you can also see from one period to the next what's going on and how the 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 brain is disintegrating and maybe perhaps by advancing this technology at some point you could be able to intervene and maybe stop it or delay it or working conjunction with medication so uh, it's a very interesting uh, question and also research area to go go for now the idea is to use fnears in a, uh, in uh, patients with neurodegenerative disorders uh, if you look at the the pattern today hospital centered uh, healthcare where a uh, patient comes in every 6 months to hospital and uh, uh sometimes uh, patients are uh monitored through subjective analysis by uh, uh neurologist or clinical staff now uh 
now neurodegenerative disorders uh, ironically speaking are n- uh, not analyzed through a uh, brain so it is uh, neurologists and clini- uh, clinicians they do not have enough time cost uh, they do not have enough uh, enough uh, financial resources to uh, collect a brain uh, uh, to to collect brain images using fmri or it, pet or specs and just treat the symptoms and exactly so the idea is that can we use a low cost uh, 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 neuroimaging technique such as fnirs uh, uh, functional near infrared spectroscopy and look at the brain activity uh, uh, when patient visit hospital and uh, uh, that would give uh, uh doctors an opportunity to look at the brain uh, uh each time when patient visit hospital and then they would have uh uh, uh the brain scans uh, of patients uh, every 6 months and that would give them a lots of information about disease progression so that is something we have started recently and uh it is still in infancy period so uh, uh, uh there is a lot of work to do in a uh, in next few years but yeah it is excite it is exciting research uh, dr makandia uh, we could we were talking for ages before the interview and we could sit here talking with your fascinating work truly fascinating work but before we end this interview we must talk about your idea and ladies believe me you're going to thank me for this the the idea you got yesterday you were inspired by a lady similar to me that walks around in heels all the time i you have to talk about this i just to gi- give you a brief that uh so what happened is uh, uh you know uh, when when i walked in the hotel and you know i i saw a few ladies they were walking with a high heel and you know uh, what i felt is that they they must be having a really huge pain when they are walking with the high heel for a long time now uh uh since i am a wearable uh, uh wearable sensing system geek uh immediately a thought came into my mind that why don't i have a, a inertia sensor in their uh in their uh, heels uh of the shoes and uh, maybe we can create a, a balancing effect in their shoes uh, uh such that uh we could uh, uh counter out uh the effect of the high heel and uh, probably we can alleviate the pain what they are facing okay ladies did you hear that this man is going to develop in the future shoes that are will look gorgeous and not hurt our feet so you know who you you have to thank me dr macondia it was an honor a privilege it was fascinating talking to you uh please enjoy your stay in athens um and uh good luck with your presentation tomorrow thank you for having me here and uh, i absolutely enjoy talking to you very thank nice you. to meet you this was vanetia kirizzi um from tech talk central you're listening to tech talk central